0: Blue Rim Inside Podcast. Get it right.
1: It listened listen to me. It walked out of the thicket. It turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop and he's skidding because it's like quite, you know, um, graveling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell they're panicking, you know, like roofing. their 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 face is like twitching.
0: Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. All right, Bigfoot Society Podcast. I've got a good friend with me in studio today over the stream yard. I've got Mr. Daniel Thorndike from the Blue Room Insight Podcast. How's it going, Daniel? Pretty good. How are you? <laughs> Doing good, man. We got a great, uh, super clear, super nice, a little bit windy, but I mean, Iowa is looking good today. And uh, how are things going out there in North Carolina for you, dude?
1: Uh, it is going pretty good. It is a gorgeous day. I'm hanging out with my daughter. She's very interested in the monitor right now. Uh, awesome. But I mean, it is like 73 out. So it, it's just beautiful.
0: Fantastic. Before we get into, you know, I wanted to have you on to talk about, you know, you've got your your finger on the pulse of some weird, the weird stuff that's that's gone in gone on in North Carolina and in its history and all the you know cryptid stuff, all sorts of weird stuff. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but I definitely want to spend some time talking to you, you know, you being able to share about what is going on over at the Blue Room Insight Podcast. What do we have going on over
1: there? So at the moment, we actually have a couple of things coming up. In about two weeks, we have uh, USS North Carolina like a little ghost hunt that we're going to and it'll be uh, like a different access we'll have different parts of the ship that we'll be able to visit that are not accessible to the public. Uh, It's going to be with like a group. So, I mean, it's nothing like super special. It's not like particular to us, but we definitely wanted to jump on that because we get to learn how to use some uh, tools of like the investigation trade, Mm Because as of right now, you know, we're podcasters. Uh, I've always wanted to jump into, be a little bit more investigation, uh, especially with like a local cryptids as in like Bigfoot or something like that. But uh, that'll give us a pretty cool insight on how to use a lot of those tools and also experience hopefully something crazy on the battleship.
0: Dude, how is is, so is this like a... Is it it's just a tour that anyone can sign up for then to go ghost hunting on an old battleship?
1: So it's limited right now. I'm, I'm sure it's always limited, but uh, right when it came out, we jumped on it. Okay. And then um, surprisingly, the biggest thing for me was the fact that it's just we're going on different decks of the ship. And that to me was like the biggest. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go do that because I've been to the battle USS North Carolina tons of times. was like that doesn't bother me but i was like i get to go explore stuff that i've never been to or seen before yeah so that's exciting and then also it'll be like pitch black like they gave us all these like little warnings like bring in a flashlight cameras and then you know we get to use their cool equipment i guess but yeah, it'll be really interesting because uh as far as like North Carolina goes we're really big into ghost like hauntings and stuff but like for for some reason at Blue Room we don't really do too much of the ghost talk um I would say that's probably one of our least topics that we talk about however we still like it so we want to get involved
0: you're you're not gonna you're not gonna say no to it It, right what kind of I mean what I like about your podcast is you are you're Touching a lot of really interesting pot podcasts or topics in the, I guess you could say, like cryptid, paranormal stuff like that, maybe even conspiracies. What are some, uh, you know, if people wanted to check out your podcast? What are some top episodes that you would recommend that you've really enjoyed?
1: I really liked our Dover Demon episode. Hmm. Uh, I feel like that's kind of one of those like hidden gems that we have. Uh, usually, people go for the Antarctica episode. Uh, that one's just a full of it's, it's a lot of banter and I mean, it's full of conspiracies and we, uh, me and my buddies, uh, we kind of disagree on a lot. So it's a lot mm. of just going back and forth, trying to figure out like, why, like, why can't this be something and stuff like that? And then uh, Skinwalker Ranch was a pretty good one for us.
0: Oh, yeah, dude I
1: guess a lot of people are really interested in it. And we tried to touch, we try to give the benefit of the doubt of even the show that's going on. And, you know, we understand that that's still kind of Hollywood. But we like to think that, you know, they're trying to figure out stuff that's going on. Uh, But, yeah, I liked the outcome of that one. Like what we kind of thought was going on there.
0: I want to. So that's that's a tricky one, because it's like I want to say that at least half that show is legit. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Because like. Brandon Fugel seems like a super like he just seems genuine into it. Right? Like honestly, like he is a super genuine, uh, sci-fi nerd. Let's figure out what's going on, and uh, I've got the Bruce Wayne capital to do it. You right. know, and like I, so because the thing is, is like that stuff still happens outside the show, from what you can see, unless it's an elaborate, like social Brent. media, you know ploy to fool everyone and they're just like kicking back but I don't think that's the case but again I haven't been there either but hey if uh, Skinwalker Ranch dudes listen to Bigfoot Society (laughs) you always have the uh, open invitation to come on the program and chat heaven knows I've tried to get them on but
1: that'd be really cool though because they seem like interesting people Oh my! and I've listened to them on coast to coast a couple times and I mean, they're I mean, they, I feel like they're pretty honest about what's oh, going yeah. on. And actually on their website, uh, I want to say that they just released merchandise. So Brandon Fugle is starting to make a profit on this, which I understand because he probably put mm-hmm. up a lot of money for it. Yeah. Uh, he has to get some kind of capital back. And then uh, they actually have if you join, you know, kind of like a Patreon for them.
0: Exactly. This, they in will Locker they inside have of
1: Yep, they have uh, these cameras that are like posted up all over the ranch, twenty four seven, that you can sit there and watch.
0: That is a solid idea. Oh my I did, goodness! I
1: I have not done that. I I have been very Me tempted neither. because I get the emails like, and I'm just like, ooh! And that's actually how I knew about the merchandise because I just got emailed yesterday about it.
0: Boom! There you go. Mm, so, Blue Room is definitely one of those awesome podcasts where it lets you look into a subject. Get interested into it, and then next week something totally different.
1: Yeah, which is cool. Uh, We do that, and actually, I want to. So, we have this one part of the podcast that is about like government conspiracies Mm. that are kind of like proven. They're not necessarily the to the uh, mass public. They are conspiracies. Like I can't believe how many people don't know about MK Ultra, and. This part of the podcast is called Midnight Climax, which is actually named after MK Ultra. <laughs> oh, <dang> and, <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> and oh um, no. The um our next Midnight Climax is going to be on like weather manipulation. And that one yeah. will actually probably be a couple parts, but in between, we'll probably put out like just normal, cryptid, or some other paranormal stuff, and then we'll go back to the because that one was. It's it's been it's been kind of rough putting that together. Like it's so big and there's so much information that we don't want to we don't want to like do we don't want to put too much into one episode and then get ourselves even confused and jump timelines or or like talk about one thing but we're still talking about another thing because there's a lot of technology involved in it and that stuff is coming out all the time. Like about the uh, actually recently in the news that Bill Gates has been talking about putting certain uh, metals in the sky and the atmosphere to help
0: no, the that, block that's wild dude. No it way. It is
1: wild. But at wow. the same time, you know, that stuff is kind of already a thing. I used to not think of myself as a conspiracy nut, but this year alone, I feel like I am starting to jump on board of like, people might look at me as like a nuthead, <laughs> like, which well, is fine. So
0: I would say, yes, they totally do. And they look at me <laughs> weird too. And that's fine. I think, um, I mean, just think about like, and boy, we're not really going to get into it because I really don't like super editing. Well, you know, okay. so here's the thing. So like think about so my wife doesn't watch the news, but I'm all into the news. Right. I love like keeping up to date with stuff. And so I think of the conversations I've had to have with my wife over the last few years. Well, it looks like we're going to find out if aliens are real. Yeah. And, and fill in the blank with all the other crazy stuff. Like crazy stuff is going on, dude. Right. And like these last few years have been rough, but also yeah. super enlightening if you think about right.
1: it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just have to, you just have to kind of, you know, guide yourself through. Uh, Exactly the 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 weeds and and get yourself you know you got to dig deeper. With our show, we actually kind of do that. We try to get the tip of the iceberg, what people know. Then we try to throw in a couple nuggets, mm. uh, and then but we we encourage people to go look and like look up their own stuff because I feel like kind of like the self knowledge and and like opening a book and like reading about it yourself is way bigger than what a podcast can give you. I think we're like the kind of totally. like the doorway, you know. Mm-hmm. to it and like i listened to yours all the time and i dude i can't tell you how many books i've bought because of you like and i mean but you... they're great they're great books and and i ended up even starting your book club i encourage that and i have i think what we've we've done two and i haven't jumped on the last one i missed out on the one that i think you guys just started or are we the still current, on the second
0: one? Uh, it, it's it's been an in progress
1: effort for sure. Okay. So yeah, I know. You can
0: still you can still jump in if you want. Oh, I but, finished uh, that. I Essential actually finished guide that to book, Bigfoot. Yeah.
1: Yep. Gear I finished hard. that. Ken. Okay, cool.
0: Uh you are also one of the luckiest guys on earth because you're constantly winning giveaways
1: in the for real. In the but Patreon
0: Discord, it. which is amazing.
1: <laughs> I absolutely I have not checked the mailbox today. And since you said it was on Amazon, I guarantee you it's out there right now. Yeah,
0: it's it should be delivered today, I think. Yeah.
1: yeah I cannot wait.
0: We'll see. Um, dude, how how long do you guys uh, give each other to uh, research for an episode?
1: Uh, so depending on what it is, usually uh, the basic ones that kind of come out, and I, I mean basic with like, you know, all due respect, but like like w- with uh, like Dover Demon, that was like a week. Okay. Um, and typically, to be honest, because we all do, we we all have full-time jobs right now. Sure. Uh, we usually probably spend a, a couple days in between. So usually we record Wednesday night, sometimes into Thursday, we release them Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I, I usually record with Pato at Y2K movies. And then, Oh yeah.
0: Shout out for your other podcasts for sure. Definitely.
1: And then Sunday we do, uh, well, usually we try to decide another topic by Sunday and then we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to kind of get it together. Okay. So, wow. Some of them, Get a little rushed because like I said, we get uh we have career jobs and this is not I our career, it. sadly. But uh one day we definitely all would like to make it our career.
0: Heck yes, dude. Um make sure the the list your other podcast with with Pado from yeah. on Wednesdays we talk weird. It's really interesting because it's like well, for me, it's kinda like what they're talking about. It, it makes me realize how old I am and it it freaks me out. But if you think about it, it's a great idea for the podcast for your podcast, because you're talking about movies that have only been uh, released since 2000, right?
1: Yep. Just 2000 and up.
0: Which is like the first time I heard it, it was like, Oh, they're going to run out of ideas in like two, two weeks because, it's only 2002. And then I yeah. look at my watch and I'm like, it's 2022, you're old yep. sucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we actually ended up having too many ideas and now we put out two episodes a week.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Double. That's amazing.
1: That's a bit. But we uh, pre-record a lot with that one. So, okay. I mean, you know, there's no news or anything. There's nothing. Like, we just kind of talk to each other. Uh, you know, I feel it sometimes, man, we stay in the pre- recording session like in the pre-room like for hours the episode that we did with ashers uh i think we stayed after an hour and a half and the episode was only an hour long so like we were we stayed on another hour and a half just talking and i'm just like man we should come up with a patreon so that we have an after show
0: (laughs) uh that's the stuff that people like to hear so i'm just gonna like let you do whatever with that but (laughs) hey there there could be you know whatever but um it's an idea,
1: yeah.
0: Um, let's. I think that's that's enough for listeners to be like, "Ooh, I am intrigued." Let me check out these podcasts that are linked in the show notes for sure. Um, but let's let's start chatting about your state of North Carolina. Already, and you were good enough to come up. I was like, Daniel, you got to come up with a list of five weird, creepy, cryptid, strange, whatever. I'm going to let you do it. So what do you got, dude?
1: All right. So I figure that we could start off with uh, the Beast of Bladenboro. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is a cryptid that everybody is, at least in the community, is pretty well aware of. Uh, however, I feel like a lot of people in the community may not know that what people think the Beast of Bladenboro is has been extinct since the 1800s, at least in North Carolina. Uh, mm. well, actually, almost the whole east coast except for the, the Florida Keys. So, uh, people think that the Beast of Blame Bro is a cougar. Some have even speculated it it is a Black Panther, however, Black Panthers do not exist, which is crazy because well, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. Later. Okay, but, uh, so and like, oh, so, oh, so we'll cool. talk about Beast of Blame Bro, yeah. So, in the winter of uh, '53 and '54, this, this, uh animal was killing livestock in a very peculiar way Ooh. it was uh draining the blood and like crushing the bodies so Whoa. like i mean that's like one of those things that like i mean this animal has to be a beast right like super big and i've even looked up the whole like sucking blood thing and i can't it's kind of like the chupacabra like i was know, just they, like, imagining that, a yeah. jacked
0: up chupacabra that right. was just like sucking the blood out was just like get over here and like squishing stuff
1: Right. So eventually they, you know, this happened for the winter of 53 and 54. Okay. And they, they pinned it on a Bobcat that they found in the woods and that yeah. was it. And they even, they, they hung the Bobcat from a flagpole, by the way,
0: they Whoa. like old
1: school, like assassinated it. They
0: posseed up on yeah. the Bobcat. It was and crazy. Took it Out.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, however, so for me with this story and we do talk about this and, uh, blue room insight but like here and if you ever talk to anybody that goes out in the woods or lives in like more of the swampy areas of north carolina most of them are going to tell you that we still have cougars and mm. i personally this is the only cryptid encounter i've ever had because but i didn't think it was i didn't know it was a cryptid encounter is i ran into a cougar um, really it was it was actually my uh freshman year of high school i was leaving a girl's house with my friend and we were going uh we were just watching a bunch of scary movies i'm actually pretty sure we were watching the wrong turn series and it was literally a couple days before halloween kind of like right now and we were it was like 11 30 12 o'clock at night and she only lived a block away from me and we were just we were actually skateboarding and this giant cat came out in front of us and just stopped and stared at us. And we like ran into each other. We like popped right into each other. And we were like, what is that? And we have a lot of dogs in the neighborhood. There was no, there was no noise. Mm. Like, but while we were skating, there was barking, you know, we're, we're being loud. This cat comes out of the brush. Nothing. Now to me, this cat, I thought was a black Panther. I thought it was because that's all I saw. Now researching, for the beast of Burrow, i found out that there is no such thing apparently as a black panther so i'm taking it more you know i try to be reasonable and i'm like well if there is no such thing and nobody's ever seen one then i guess i won't call it that but uh i just figured it was the, how the lighting was it just put a shadow over it to make it look black this cat was probably six seven feet long and the tail itself is like four feet long like this oh thing was goodness. huge And I know people say, like, in fear, people, like, make things bigger. No, dude, this cat could have ate me. (laughs) Like, I literally felt like I was like, I don't know what to do right now other than not move. We made eye contact. It sat there. And it was super fast. It was, like, five, ten seconds. Then this cat darted into the woods. And it darted into the woods right in front of my house. So, like, we now we have to, like, go around these woods because we thought that maybe it would, like, stalk us. And then we uh, had to jump into a window because I snuck out that night, <laughs> and, which was even more scarier. And then we, so we actually contacted the Raleigh Zoo and we let them know because oh, cool. we, we wanted to know. And so it did, we did hear a noise that it made and it sounded like a bark. Like I can't, like Good it wasn't bark. a dog bark. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a dog, like a canine bark. It was like this weird, like, but it wasn't like a. It, so have you ever heard a mountain lion or like a cougar or anything? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. So like, you, so they're not, they don't really like meow, right? No, they, like, they
0: don't. Right. No. They like
1: kind of screech, which yeah. that's also terrifying. I hate that. Gives me goosebumps. But they also like, uh, they had these like kind of almost like snorts, but they sound like, like low yep. barking. Yep. That's what it was doing. Well, oh, we emailed the Raleigh zoo. We let them know everything. They emailed us back the next morning, which was awesome. Uh, they were very fast. They let us know, and I lived in Boiling Spring Lakes at this time. So if anybody's listening, definitely check that out. Shout it's out! In yeah, it was, it's in the Southport area, North Carolina. What's up? Yeah, it's in the Southport area. They told us they said you you saw a cougar, and they wow. were like, they have been known to be extinct, but there's a lot of people out here, and we've caught them on trail cams, and yet. NC wildlife still says that they're extinct. Like there's, and I think it's because it's like a po, like it has to reach a certain population number back. Mm. And what I think it is, is keeping them extinct has it where they cannot be hunted. And okay. I, so where, where I was, where I was living at the time, it was very close to an armory and that armory was completely like, you know, fenced off. And I, allegedly hunters would tell me all the time that like, there's so many cougars in there, but they're all protected. And that's what they want, you know, which is good. Like, I don't want the cougar to be hunted down, but it was, it was cool because in, if you ever like keep up with sports, we have the Carolina Panthers.
0: Right. Okay. And then we ah. used to have the
1: Charlotte Bobcats, which that's fine because we have Bobcats, but it was the whole like cougar and Panther thing, right? Like it's like all over North Carolina, like history and folklore, but we completely dismiss it. And then my high school was actually called the cougars because there used to be cougars like thriving That's in this wild. area. So it was really cool to see one. And actually there was a sighting of a cougar recently up here uh where I live now, which is the uh it's a little it's right between Wilmington and Jacksonville, and it's uh it's called like Surf City, Holly Ridge, Snake's Ferry, that like little triangle of places. But yeah, there was a sighting there, and but it was a black cat. So it's like, where are all these black cats coming from? And especially since they don't apparently exist.
0: So you're thinking the beast was a cougar
1: oh 100 i actually i i would put money on it and i do believe that cougars are still existing here and i think they even reach further up north uh when they're hunting or anything like that i think they're very like i wouldn't be surprised if you're in the woods long enough that you'd hear them when we lived in bowling springs at night in the middle of the night you would hear them cry and it was it was scary because it sounded like it sounded like like a like a woman screaming <laughs> in the middle of the night. Like oh that's yeah. Totally. What it sounded like. So
0: I, I'm just uh, glad that, you know, sometimes when you have a cougar encounter, you, they come after you. and Oh like, yeah. It, you know, when we were going, I grew up in new England and we would go hiking. And one of the things that was always said is you got to watch out for them. And like, what they'll do is they'll like, you know, they'll try to jump on their prey, back and like break the, break their neck pretty much and like it's game over then you're done man
1: they are definitely an apex predator
0: oh for sure man okay well there we go case closed on the beast yeah that's a Uh, that's a cool story though (laughs) let's see uh the the cool thing about your list is it's not just all cryptids you're telling me that there have been a few ufos and uaps
1: right so in North Carolina, I say a few, but okay. that's being very humble. Uh, North Carolina is actually number 10 in the nation for UFO sightings. Oh, wow. And Wilmington, North Carolina, basically like where I live, uh, comes in at number 16 for cities of reported UFOs and Myrtle Beach, which is in South Carolina. Everybody knows that one. That's, that one's actually like number two. For sightings, really? which is crazy because you would never expect that. However, when you think of our location on the water, Bermuda is like right off of our coast. I mean, it's 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 out there, but it's right off of our coast. And you know, there's all the conspiracies that, like, the whole Bermuda Triangle thing. So, like, we're at the very point of the Bermuda Triangle. Tech, like, our water, our our deeper waters are. So that it'd be crazy to think, you know, like. Oh, that's crazy. But I even have stories of that. Like I have, I've actually being in surf city, North Carolina, I have seen more UFOs and, and like, or UAPs, however you want to say it. Uh, then I did when I lived, used to live in Dayton.
0: So you personally, and you have seen them yourself.
1: I have, I have seen three and wow, I three that is actually unidentified. Other ones I have chalked up to something that logical, uh, the the three that i've seen that are one is kind of iffy because it was being followed by some helicopters and we have a marine base and we have fort bragg which is an air force base oh so like it could have been an x some you know like an x experimental aircraft uh however i i've never seen it and i i love aircraft so like you know jets and all that stuff that's like my stuff like i come from an air force family i grew up in dayton I used to go to the Air Force Museum like every day. It's <laughs> like awesome. that was my thing. But uh yeah, and then the other two, one was right off the ocean. Um it was it was actually coming into the ocean. I, I we thought it was a flare. However, I've also seen flares and it didn't it didn't look like that at all. It actually in a way smaller version. It kind of looked like how the Phoenix lights kind of came out to be. Really. And then it came onto shore, Oh well, not on the shore, but like kind of like above the shore and then just You just saw it like a little, like a click, like almost like somebody turned off a TV, like an old style TV.
0: Like you just blipped out? Yeah. Really?
1: And I saw that with three other people.
0: Did they also uh, acknowledge that they saw it? Yeah,
1: we all looked at each other and we all confirmed. Did we see that? Yep. Okay. And Mm. we're like, that was amazing. Like, what did we just see? And then the other one was uh, Matt and I got to see it. And we were... Driving uh, back from a uh, this business meeting that we had, and while we were driving, this thing just shot across the sky, stopped, and then shot again across the sky, and it was it was like, it I mean it was huge, like you could see it. And at first we're like, maybe it was a plane, and then we're like, no planes don't fly like that. And then we're like, oh well, maybe it was a meteor, you know, little meteorite or something. And we're like. I don't think it was. Like it because usually those have tails, like you kind of see that stuff. And this thing was just like tch, 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 and then gone. Oh man. But yeah, uh for North Carolina, I mean, they've seen there has been reports of crescent-shaped ones, triangular ones, the classic saucers and orbs. Uh the ones that I've come across seem to be orbs.
0: <sighs> oh, Dan, that stuff is so wild, man, like um The one that always gets me is like the triangle shape. What is it called? Like TR3B stuff. Is that what I think it's called?
1: Something like that. It's dude,
0: crazy stuff, man. But if everyone keeps seeing it. Right. I mean, it's something, dude. Either that or in 50 years, we're going to figure out that the government's going to say like, oh, we actually had an experimental like saucer thing all those years. Wink, wink.
1: You know, I wouldn't be surprised. No, not at all. And I I think that some like for the sci-fi people out there, like we want it to be aliens, right? We want it to be extraterrestrial. We want it to be space bearing. Like that's what we want. And sometimes it just, it's probably our government. (laughs) So.
0: Or us from the future traveling through time.
1: I've thought about that too. Dude, you You know, know there's a lot of crazy things. Legit one. I, well, I even thought about that it, they are spacefaring and they're us. So they are our spaceships and they're going to space. And we just like, so there was a couple years ago, I downloaded this app and it was like to track uh, rocket launches and satellites. Dude, okay. Did you know that like every day, like just con- everybody, we're just putting rockets into space like every day? Wow. Like, I am not even lying, like legit, like between SpaceX, uh, NASA, and then whoever else private, private, like, uh, I don't, I wouldn't call them astronauts, but like private space people (laughs) and like,
0: like, Bob Bigelow or something. Yeah, like them.
1: And then you have all these other countries that are doing it.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It is insane. And I did not know that. Like, I thought that like, you know, because when NASA launches something, it's, everybody knows about it, right? Right. Nah, dude, NASA launches stuff like every other week.
0: Every day, dude.
1: Like, and then, so when it comes down to that, you kind of start thinking like, what are all they launching? There's no way that we just keep launching all these satellites in the space. Like there's a point where like, that's got to Like, what are they for then at that point? Right. Like, what are all these satellites mm. for? So I don't know. I like to think about the- so
0: many questions, dude. It's just like, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: definitely on the board where like if they would have come out tomorrow and Space Force this whole time was like, was basically brought out to start like declassifying stuff and say like, we're already in space. I would not be surprised. It just makes
0: sense. What do you mean? Like we're already in, in space. Like there's yeah, so, like, there's, there's already space ships. Force already up there. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's gotta be like, Space Force like, already. Think up about
1: there. like Star Trek or Star Wars. Oh, like I don't know. Okay. I don't know if we're that advanced yet. But like, we I were like, I don't know, man. I want to even like, think about like the, like the moon, right? Like we went to the moon in the sixties and you're going to tell me that, you know, the same computing power to get us to the moon is my cell phone. Oh right? That's another no. Thing.
0: But, like, so many people are like, click, 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 <laughs> click.
1: <laughs> and then I'm
0: just kidding. Wink.
1: Right. Winky, winky. Wink. And then you've got to think about like, there's no way. Like, why would we just why would we go and then not go? Why, because of money? Look what we're doing right now with the money. Money doesn't matter. Like they just spend all the time. So like who says? I just wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying there is. I'm not trying, you know, it's no
0: No, I to- I totally but get like, it. Cause it's like um uh oh, what yeah, like the Buzz Aldrin episode where it's like like why haven't we gone back?
1: Right. Like, I mean you he, know, like, like I don't know, uh... he just
0: I oh, don't know. There's a lot who knows, of weird things. dude. It said it's a valid question that people don't like to ask, but maybe whatever. it's just
1: classified. That it we're, is. It's know.
0: classified, and we've got top men working on it, so don't yeah. worry, Daniel. Don't that's do not worry, Indiana Jones. You would know, you. right? I would, dude. I would totally
1: know, <laughs> Mister CIA.
0: Oh no! Oh no!
1: <laughs> just got that in there.
0: Yeah, that's there. You go, Pato. there's You're your. Welcome. Jeremiah is in the CIA and which I'll never tell if that's true or false. Dude, did I ever tell you? um, So I used to look up uh, IP addresses for my, that people that would visit my website, Bigfoot Society, because I was super bored and I would like look up everyone. And there was one that kept hitting. I had, I used to have book lists and there was one by Strangeology, Jeff. Yeah. And it had all these books to do with UFOs and aliens on it. And someone from the Department of Defense kept hitting it.
1: That's sick.
0: Yeah, dude. Or That's it's something like I looked in the IP and it brought up that like an exact building to do with Department of Defense. That messes with your head, dude. Yeah. So, who knows?
1: But it, it is crazy when you think about it. like Because even they like even... uh some conspiracy, like podcasters that I listen to, they like they talk about on their podcast, like, "Hey, for some reason, we're not getting the same listens that we just were a month ago, and mm. and we're not showing up on threads and Facebook feeds." I'm just like, you guys clearly talked about something that probably wasn't supposed to be talked about, and well, somehow I mean, there's, y'all found out.
0: There's a- there, well, yeah. There's a few ways to look at that. It's either like right. uh, the, the government is suppressing my views, or maybe people just don't like to listen to you. But <laughs>
1: that is also true. That is also true. <laughs> Hopefully, is not the case. I hope uh-huh. it's not the latter for them. But yeah, I mean, you know, you never know, right? You
0: never know. There's no way to prove it, right? It's right. it's uh it's a synchronicity, dude. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but hell yeah, it's great. So, it's dude, okay. so far. I'm sold on North Carolina being weird as all get out. Um, Let's continue with the next on your list. Something to do with Bigfoot.
1: All right. So Bigfoot. So North Carolina, you, okay. So with me, like, man, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought about Bigfoot being over here. You only hear Pacific Northwest and all this stuff. But a Mm -hmm. couple years ago, I found out like, oh my goodness, like North Carolina is like 60% wooded and we're like crazy, like pine forests, like everywhere. And, uh, we actually, we rank 16th out of the 40, the lower 48, uh, in sightings. And we have already for this year, over a hundred sightings Really? and Onslow County, the county that I live in, we are actually tied second for the most sightings in the state right now. So it is, I, like I said, in the like little pre-show, like, Mm -hmm. you know, today was the first season of deer hunting and I got to go out. And where these sightings are are taking place on Camp Lejeune, and I can't get on the base, so like I'm trying to get there, and I I'm hoping that something comes across and in, in this weird, I'm really hoping that I come across some like tree stuff, like uh the tree bending or like some oh yeah kind of okay yeah like structures or yeah. stuff yeah the street, yeah so like that's what I'm really hoping uh I don't know if I necessarily want to run into one just because I feel like, you know, we would both be, one of us is, hopefully we would just both run away, but for some reason, you know, we're both animals. So who knows what the hell would happen? (laughs) And then,
0: uh, (laughs) yeah, it's like, right. Like, I don't
1: want my arms to get ripped off. No,
0: no, (laughs) we don't want you to be armless. Yeah.
1: Right. So, uh, but yeah. And also being on the coast, like I, it was, uh, what is it? Uh, the app finding bigfoot or the project
0: uh bigfoot mapping project yep
1: yep that yeah. them they are awesome and so i good. i downloaded them and then i was checking out and then i just wanted to see man a half mile from my house there was one now really? however yeah however in nonslow county we also have the biggest uh black bear population and we also have the biggest um the biggest black bears <laughs> So and it's because they it's because they do not sleep they don't hibernate they're out all year because oh, it doesn't wow. get that cold that, yeah so they eat all year now however they're not like they're not super crazy uh they just eat berries you know they're cool <laughs> they're pretty they eat berries and trash <laughs> but um yeah so to me I feel like a lot of the sightings that people are seeing especially like where they're seeing it because I went on that uh, app and I was like checking them and I was like double and I was just like. That could have been a bear, like easily, because they're crossing these roads. And I'm just like, sometimes, like if it was a little bit further, like north, like down the road, I think it'd be more believable. But where the sighting is, I mean, man, there's like, there's a whole housing development there that's been there for 20 plus years. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to find out which ones seem legitimate to me. And then I'm, I'm also trying to back those up now. And I like that because of you know it you know everybody likes bigfoot right like even Everyone. right like that's one of those things that like i i i very much believe that bigfoot is real out of like and i i've never questioned it that was always like and i believe that he's like you know the north american wood ape that's always how i've seen it totally dude i don't, dude. I don't see it. it as anything really more than that i don't think i at least as of right now we're uh blue room inside is wanting to cover a a Bigfoot episode but we're trying again same thing with like the whole weather conspiracies there's so much Bigfoot info out there that we're going to have to break it up into parts. It However, would have
0: to be in the parts right no question
1: there, it would one like it would be disrespectful not to and then mm-hmm. two like there's just so much so we're going to actually start off with pro- probably the uh, the PG film and then we'll go on from there Uh Oof. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about PG and then we'll also talk about uh, North Carolina sightings because, you know, that's right in our backyard.
0: Nice. So, but wow. uh,
1: we do have a, a name for him here in North Carolina. You do. Yeah, it's Nabi. really
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: Nobby. And that's only because, well, so it's only a particular part of North Carolina and it's in Cleveland County, which is, I think, like west of Charlotte. Uh, and basically his name's Nobby because of all the sightings around carpenter's knob which if you have you ever well you've been to you lived in new england so you kind of know the app appalachian mountains uh there's a lot of there's a lot of parts of the appalachian mountains that just kind of become a knob right they're like just like they're weird shaped and stuff and that's just Mm -hmm. what that is it's basically okay the same thing but yeah there's a lot of sightings in that area and uh actually the guys and i we want to go to uh pisgah national forest Okay. Which is also where the Brown Mountains are. And oh, there's nice. been a ton of sightings there. Really? So that is probably, uh, that I think is, well, I say a ton, but that that's involved, that's like the lifetime of the uh, sightings. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's really cool. And I feel like uh, I, I want to say that of everything that I've been seeing, the East Coast is starting to become a hotspot for Bigfoot. And I'm excited about that because I'm on the East Coast
0: <laughs> oh I would definitely say so I mean like <clears throat> even just in like the Northeast like the stuff I hear from like Carrick from crash course cryptozoology and Alex mm-hmm. Petekoff and all like like there's some crazy crazy stuff coming out of the Northeast and then you got you put in the East Coast I mean you got like Georgia and uh in North is it North Carolina they're called wood boogers as well
1: yeah yeah, yeah that's, a, that's yeah. a wild name too. so Georgia uh I want to say in in my location, Georgia is the number one state in this area, in the southeast for Bigfoot sightings.
0: I believe it. I totally And then North it. Carolina yep. is second. <clears throat> yep.
1: Wow. So it's a it's it's getting there. And, and you know what? I keep trying to figure out like why. Like maybe we're just becoming more aware, or maybe they're migrating, and that's why states like Iowa and Utah mm-hmm. and like all these Midwest states they're starting to get their own sightings. And then they just disappear. So I wonder if they're like kind of traveling from the Pacific Northwest over to the Atlantic East, the Northeast, Southeast.
0: Yeah. A lot of people, well, specifically with Iowa, will think that there is some, there's a migration thing as a part of it for sure. Um, But man, there's some big, big wood, wooden areas. Oh yeah. Forest areas in the iowa you wouldn't think so but once you start to look into it, it gets pretty wild um let's do you want to go to you have two more topics um let's let's go down the list the uss okay. north carolina
1: all right so uss north carolina was a battleship that fought during world war ii okay uh it it was not in pearl harbor uh it was in the atlantic during that time and then it came back to the Pacific. Now it's been it is the most decorated battleship in World War II. Uh, it has 15 battle stars and it was in every major like Pacific battle. Wow. Uh, so uh, its primary job was basically like protecting aircraft carrier. Now there was in one battle, I can't tell you uh, specifically, but there was a torpedo that hit the ship and 10 people died. Mm. Uh but oh, let me rephrase that. Ten people died on the ship, but five died because of the torpedo blast. Okay. So the other the other five, I I can't remember hmm. uh, the specifics on that. But I will find out the 29th.
0: <laughs> that and is true.
1: So the reason why I wanted to bring up USS North Carolina, because uh, there's books on it, too. And I actually got to meet the guy who was kind of the caretaker of the battleship. And we were me and some friends, we were coming off the battleship and he was going on and he sleeps on the battleship. Oh man. Like this caretaker does. And it's awesome. And he wrote a couple books and he basically, uh, and it's cool because he sleeps like in the captain's quarters and everything, which I thought was funny. But uh, he started seeing all these apparitions. Things started moving. Uh, Curtains started closing. Hatches started opening and closing. Sometimes he would hear sailors like, kind of getting in their positions and like uh doing their job and then uh it would even get to the point where they would start they started following people halfway home Mm. so there's a story that he has where he was uh with a lady friend and she left that night and whenever she was like looking back in her rearview mirror there was a figure in the back of her car and she screamed and then the figure disappeared and then she like called him back up and was like, Oh my gosh, like this just happened. And then he goes, Oh yeah, no, they're fine. They're harmless. But apparently they do that. And there's been more than one account of that happening.
0: That's so wild, dude,
1: this is like, and the fact that it's in Wilmington, which is a super like known for being haunted. I've been to a couple, uh, haunted mansion are Well, mansions and they're called mansions, but they're just really old places with a lot of rooms. But, uh, just these old places and I never got really any weird feeling. I thought it was cool to see and also to see how (laughs) tiny like hallways are and stuff for some reason back then. But uh, yeah, like being in Wilmington, it just fits it so perfectly because of the like ambiance of like Wilmington, that energy, like it is just, it is full of like hauntings. Like that's like, we got, So many haunted pub crawls. We got just haunted walks. I mean, it's like, it's almost like going up to Salem or like. I was just going to say, yeah,
0: same vibes. Totally.
1: With the, uh, with the Revolutionary War, the Civil War taking place there. Like there's just a lot of history there. And there's also a lot of negative history there. A lot. There's a lot of buildings there that uh, do not have good history. And Mm. they are bars today. And I mean, there's like crazy stuff but yeah, uh,
0: that's, that's for another time. <laughs> that's a no go for me, dude. I Yeah. No. Um, So follow blue room insight. If you want to hear how their crazy ghost ship adventure tour goes uh, end of this month, you said yeah. 29th.
1: Yep. 29th. So, Hopefully we'll, I'll probably try to get Instagram live or it'll be our first like Instagram awesome. live or something. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really dabbled into that, but I think it'd be pretty <clears throat> cool.
0: Do you have any audio recorders?
1: Uh, I do not, but I have a phone, (laughs) but I have thought about getting, uh, like just like a little recorder from like Best Buy or something. Might be
0: something, might be something to look into. Uh, it'd be, it would be fun. Like, you know, kind of just have it recording on you somehow, like, you know, and then, uh, review the audio later. That would, that could be some fun.
1: Yeah, it would be. I've I've been thinking about it. I have these headsets uh, that like have a microphone in them and they pick up like really, really like low uh, like voices and stuff. But you could whisper from half a block away and I could almost hear it like it's crazy. And it's a it's for like going out like in loud areas and stuff so I can still talk to people and I don't have to like yell back at them. But uh, yeah, I thought about bringing those along, but I think I'd look really weird, with just like a pair of headphones on and just like, you know, there is no like, it, it doesn't, it just looks like I'm wearing like earmuffs.
0: Yeah, so. don't don't let it stop you. Oh, I'm
1: not, don't I'm not going. to I think it'd be really cool because I feel oh, like yeah. I could pick up something, you know, like if there's something in the room and it and it's a little bit where our ears necessarily can't hear it, but I have these like microphones that are like kind of piercing in there, so.
0: Well, I hope you find what you're looking for and not what you're not looking for, if you know right. what I mean.
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Last topic, and this is the one – this topic I hear about people everywhere like to talk about this one, it, not just North Carolina people. Like It comes up a lot from people all over the U.S. Uh, always bring this one up. So go ahead, share about the Brown Mountain Lights
1: Okay, so Brown Mountain Lights, uh, they are mysterious lights that have been reported for hundreds of years, and they—I uh, don't know if you've ever been able to like look up like a picture of them. I have, but yeah. basically, it's it's kind of like the same thing of like uh, I think it's called like Elmo's um, Fire.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like
1: all lightning, or that's what like some people say. I mean, it has not been confirmed what it is. Uh, according to like Cherokee legend there was a great battle fought between Cherokee and Catawba uh, natives and it was fought at Brown mountain. And then the mysterious lights are the native maidens that are searching for the men who died at the battle. Uh, oh, wow. But that's like, you know, that's like the folklore part of it, which is awesome. I love North Carolina oh, yeah. so much for folklor, folklore, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, they have actually been trying, they have had scientists come in here ever since like we have been in america uh in 1771 there was a german scientist that tried to come over here and he said it was like nitrous vapors like being ignited wow and then uh the government has sent over geological uh surveyors uh they have done like federally they have done their own experiments and it just seems like a lot of people like they just can't figure out what it is uh i know the lights have been reported as like white red orange yellow and i want to say blue uh it's cool because there was a story that i heard that this man came very close to one of like the orbs but it was low it wasn't like really in the sky it was like Mm. it was like it was floating but it was like four or five feet off the ground and when he would approach it it would scoot back but when he would take a step back it would move forward whoa so it's one of those weird situations where if it is natural if it's a natural phenomenon then is it is our energy like if we're around it do we repel it it like you know do we mm-hmm. are we like magnetized with it where we can right. just stay with it um I'm not sure honestly what it is. Uh I we want to go to the that Pisgah National Forest because we want to explore both the Bigfoot sightings and the brown mountain lights. Yeah, no, that would be really
0: so cool, man. If you're if you're relatively close to it, you definitely should.
1: Yeah, it I, it's about I want to say it's like 5 or 6 hours away, which okay. is that's not bad. You know, we could it's do, doable. we could do a weekend trip for that. Yeah. And uh well yeah, I, the the stories are just kind of crazy with that and they look beautiful you know but they they're actually seen they could be seen 60 miles away from brown mountain and wow. uh they they pop up all around that area now i do know that the Appalachian mountains have quartz in them and they're okay. like the purest of quartz like nasa has gone in there and like made optics and stuff out of it like they are it well quartz when it's like electric like uh full of energy and electrified it like it can produce like a light and it can discharge. So people, there's so many things about it. And honestly, like minerals and and like crystals, like I feel like we don't, those are like pseudosciences. So we don't really know too much about them, but it would not surprise me if these lights are probably just like discharges from a, uh, energized crystal that is just deep and like, maybe like a cave opening and it just kind of, yeah. It takes out. It wouldn't be crazy, and and then uh, other people kind of described it as like swamp gas, which I've lived in swamps and I've never seen swamp gas, so I have no idea really what that is. I've seen videos of it, but to me it just looks weird. I'm just like, that's not real. <laughs> like, dude, but uh,
0: you know who it, else lives in the swamps? Shrek. What's up? Shrek is awesome, <laughs> Shrek.
1: man. <laughs> I need to rewatch those, dude. It's been too long, and I I feel like I'm kind of jaded about them. I'm like, I don't think they're that great. I don't oh. know why. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a jerk.
0: <laughs> here's a, here's a thing you should do is you should look up the storyboards from Shrek. When Chris Farley, Farley was, I've seen those. You've I'm seen a, them. Oh, it's, I love it's Farley. Totally worth it.
1: And I don't, I don't like, I like Mike Myers, right? Like I don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Mike. And actually that show that he came out with on Netflix
0: Pentaveret uh, or whatever.
1: Yes, that one. That was pretty funny. Like, I enjoyed it. And he was doing his whole Mike Myers thing. Right. You know, uh, I just, I don't know if it was like Shrek was just like too on the nose for me and everybody liked it. And like, it was like that kind of thing. Cause when it came out, I was probably like,
0: don't even say it.
1: I was like 12. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that was why. And I just didn't like care. Cause again, it was like fairy tales and shit. I think, I don't think I respected it at that time. You know what I That's mean? That's right. So. If
0: the title of this episode is Respect Shrek. Uh,
1: yeah. And Mysteries so,
0: of North Carolina. Right. I'm convinced that North Carolina is a lot weirder than I thought it was. So uh, and it's, I'm, I'm it's sure no all the listeners every day. now know. Um, I, you know, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to your Antarctica episode. You mentioned it earlier. Does it involve have you seen the videos going around of the uh apex spider creatures? No, in I haven't
1: it did not talk about that. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen that. I'll have to look uh, it up. It looks scary. are you on TikTok? Scary. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's if you it's on it's a guy on TikTok and he shares like uh pretty much weird, scary stories. So pretty much, he found this archive thread in a Google Earth uh, <laughs> discussion board uh, in the Antarctic, an Antarctica region, and it was about this guy whose like dad worked as a scientist near McMurdo Base in Antarctica. Okay, and, yeah. Like they found these like there are these huge spider creatures that would like attack people, and he kept having to like. Um, take care of these severely wounded soldiers that that's crazy. kept getting wrecked by these huge spider creatures. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, it might be a made up story, but it, it's a fantastically made up story. It's it, you just check it out. It's pretty cool.
1: Anything that involves Antarctica, I, I don't push away. Like mm. that's something that to me, it'll, it'll stay unconfirmed until like they actually release facts and pictures and stuff like that. Or, you know, disprove everything uh our antarctica episode actually was hijacked by me and it basically turned into a uh basically like a nazi episode oh Uh, no yeah so well it
0: easily could operation high jump right
1: yep so we talked about that there's a we we talked about a bunch of things but it was like it turned into not necessarily political but it basically turned into a bigger conspiracy than like what it was meant to do. it we were gotcha. supposed to just like touch the, you know, help everybody out, make them and then it turned into this big thing where like you know, it's like Nazis uh surviving and 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 thriving Amazing, through governments that are already established.
0: Yeah. Yikes.
1: Which which when you do look into that, it comes more true than you think it would be.
0: Argentina, dude. But Yeah,
1: or I mean, there is there you know there is a town
0: allegedly in,
1: No, they found it. There's a town that. Uh, do you ever watch Hunting Hitler on History Channel? No,
0: I'm saying allegedly you're saying yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So yeah. So Hunting Hitler in uh, on History Channel, they actually found that town.
0: Oh, wow. Where where it was like
1: and it was a well, a town that only spoke German.
0: In South America.
1: Yeah, in South America. That's wild, dude. Yeah, it was insane. I was like, what? Like that's crazy, and up like, in the people... mountains? I actually have no idea where it was. Okay, but uh, no, but it's crazy to think about. Like, it's like these conspiracies and in, in our history that we know, you know, are like coming to a point where that's like half of it's you know not real. Like it's, it's like we wild. made we made up our own history. These uh Ooh. possible elitists, you know, for lack of better word. Possibly Illuminati. I don't know. Oh my goodness. But there's like, so
0: many trigger words in this episode. I it's- know, right? It's <laughs>
1: fun. You got to do it. You, gotta give, you got you gotta to give what the audience wants. That's true. But I, but I mean, I, it's crazy, you know, when you start thinking about that stuff. And if you can actually have a pretty good conversation about it, uh, things make a little bit more sense than they used to. And that's what's kind of scary. Like when you start mm. kind of piecing things, especially in the world today, you know, if you just kind of look at it and you see certain things connecting and like, not necessarily, I don't know. It just seems weird. It seems planned. It seems like it's wild. It's structured, right? Like it's not, it's it's not like normal, like to us it's chaos, but like, you could almost see like there's walls around this, like that there is a, there's something, there's a plan there. There's an agenda. Did and, I
0: tell you, uh, I had a guy message me on Facebook the other day who invited me into the Illuminati. No. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm already too busy with the CIA. I was like going to say,
1: did you let him know that you're already in? Uh, you should have been like, I'm in the group that created you.
0: Yeah, I, I have conflicts of interest, so I right. can't join. Sorry. You
1: are his boss, probably.
0: <laughs> but I'll see you at Bohemian Grove anyways. Wink. Oh, <laughs> no, no. that's a weird
1: story, though. Oh,
0: boy. Um uh, <sighs> That's Daniel, crazy. this has been, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, well, this is really interesting and cool. You should check out Blue Room Insight because it's definitely more of this uh, wild, crazy, conspiracy Usually. adventure stuff. Usually. Usually. I and really sometimes love the stuff. So
1: yeah. I like getting into those. Uh, but we do. We Sometimes we come up with really crazy theories for like the cryptids. Like we actually, hmm. you know how like people connect a lot of the uh, Like dog man and stuff, like with Bigfoot, like it's just like a misidentified Bigfoot or something. Yeah, I've been kind of doing that, but a little differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been doing it with possibly the Dover demon, the Loveland frog, possible chupacabra.
0: What the hell?
1: Puerto Rican chop chupacabra. Like they're all kind. Like if you look at oh, and the Hopkinsville goblins. If you kind of look at all of them, Mm -hmm. they kind of look like they could be the same species, but you know, different. And you know where they're at, the climate and all that stuff. But like, I don't know. Like, there was just something mm. that that was really crazy to me about the Dover demon and the Loveland frog, and then thinking about them both being by water and like all this stuff. However, I also don't know.
0: It's like, a, it's a that's a very interesting opinion, and just I would like, I'd be interested to. Is that in an episode already?
1: Yeah, the Dover Demon okay. one talks about it. I want to say the Chupacabra one slightly talks about it. Uh, we just did the Hopkinsville goblins, but I, we didn't. Uh, that one is more alien and extraterrestrial. So we, we chalk that up to different than uh, than what we are seeing with Dover and Loveland. And I want to say the Chupacabra. But those so, other ones, we're thinking that they might be more of a uh, terrestrial. Okay. And then, and then that they're underground does
0: your theory have a name yet no okay so name the theory write a book and then i'll <laughs> see you on all the talking head shows and that would be rocking dude <laughs> yeah,
1: that's how i that is how that's I get how it this works a career Yep. i'm,
0: I'm sure. serious dude that's how it works i'm trying to tell man. you to
1: write a book and i know you're working on it don't lie to me uh, mm. no yeah you are trying to keep it under wraps i can see it in your eyes
0: <laughs> you know what <laughs> I no, but it had. It's one of those where like the thought does kind of like no. Zoom just take in your pretty quick
1: uh, your Iowa files and start putting that into something. You can even so like take it like a take it. That how I, you have, have it, I have. I have thought of that. If you if it's transcript, just or just type it. Listen to it. Type it up as you go. Yeah, and then just do. uh You can do it like journal style, journal mm-hmm. in, or entry one, entry two. Because those are really... uh, I like them. They're put together really well.
0: I appreciate that. Um, Daniel is talking about the uh, podcast that I do specifically for the Patreon called The Iowa Files. Because as Daniel alluded to, the line between podcasting and researching is extremely thin. And so what I ended up doing is researching the weird stuff around me in Iowa and then reporting on it to the Patreon. Uh, which has been pretty cool so far. So thank you for that encouragement. I will I will think about that, and that might actually be a fun a fun uh, thing to do. It might be might be fruitful actually. I'll uh, yeah. I'll consider it, dude.
1: Cool. Yeah. Just uh, send me a signed copy.
0: <laughs> Wink. And you can send me a signed copy of your "All Cryptids Are Connected" compendium book when it comes yeah. out. So
1: they're not all connected, but some of them. You know. Okay.
0: They all went to the same high school. Right. Um, Daniel, thank you for... This has been really fun hanging out. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to chat with you for a while on here, so I'm glad that we made it happen. Um, again, uh, if listeners like what they've heard in this one, this has been a little bit outside the norm for Bigfoot Society, but its it's been a fun one. You can hear more discussion like this uh, over at the Blue Room Insight Podcast. Uh, I'll have that linked in the show notes. And uh, yeah, check check them all out. and Follow all their stuff. And uh, can't wait to see what happens on your haunted ghost ship adventure.
1: Oh that's, Thank you. Can't either. It's pretty cool. It's going to be fun.
0: But uh, before, before we go, uh, feel free to take a few minutes. And uh, anything that I haven't talked about yet, if you've got other stuff to plug, definitely remind the listeners of what they should check out that you've got going on.
1: I think that's it really. All right. Pretty short, sweet, right?
0: Definitely. And Y2K (laughs) movies.
1: Yeah. Y2K movies. uh, It's fun. That's with, uh, on Wednesdays, we talk weird uh, co-host Pato and he, this is, it's, it's really both of us, but I always, every time anybody asks me about, I'm just like, it's him. It is. It's Pato. He, he's well, way More like well rehearsed than I am, and he has way more experience in the actual movie field. I just like movies, (laughs) so that's that's how that got started. It's just another
0: connection in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that is (laughs) cryptic podcasting,
1: right? And we haven't done a Marvel (laughs) movie yet, and we're trying not to.
0: Yeah, okay. That's you can get away with that. We will, though. I think
1: eventually we will. So,
0: just pick a really like. Just pick a bad one. I don't know. Whatever, well, I but. think
1: we're thinking about doing that. That new one that just came out. Uh, the werewolves one. Oh yeah, yeah, this, the one off
0: yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. we're thinking about doing that. There you go. So this seems fun. All right, man. Well, it has been fun chatting with you, and uh, thank you so much for coming on. And you have a great rest of uh, your weekend, dude.
1: Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity, and you too, man.